Uh, Lord, we just thank you for um, what you're going to do in this message. Father, we thank you for Yolanda. We pray a blessing on her in Jesus' name. Amen. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so, I had notes for today, but um, last night at about half past eight, I got a phone call. Mum, uh, can we just crash a bachelor party at your house? So, seven young men arrived, slept all over the house, and Rob and I had just removed the shower because we're renovating. So, that was fun. So this morning, leapt out of bed, crept around, sorted my life out, and sh shot out the house, leaving seven men to sort themselves out, and left my notes behind. So luckily, I have something on my cell phone. So, as Dre said, I'm Yolanda, and I'm married to Rob, and we've been married for nearly 29 years now. And we have four wonderful children, not just three. We have Donovan, who you all know as Donnie, um, we have Melissa, who has just arrived back from America. She has been studying for the last three years at Bethel in California. And we have Fergus, who some of you know. He's living in Dunedin, and he comes up every now and again to visit us. And we have Stephanie, who was given to us from God. <laughs> I prayed for her for many years. And now she's part of our family, and we love her so much. And um, I presume, as you can tell, I'm from South Africa, from my accent. Um, Rob and I and the kids moved here 12 years ago. And it's awesome living in this country where we're safe at night and um, we can send our children out, well, when they were young. We could send them out on a bicycle and they came home safely. So, just to let you know, I have never stood in front of a church before. I have never spoken in front of public before. So this is all extremely daunting. And last time I threatened to talk in public was at Donovan and Stephanie's wedding and I started having nightmares from the moment I said I'd do it. So I phoned and said, sorry, I can't do it. It's just not <laughs> happening. So I've recently been on a journey with God about saying yes to things. And um, when this came up, well, put it this way, Dre phoned Donovan and Donovan said to me, hey, Dre's just sent a message. Would one of his parents like to speak in public? And I said, well, can't be me. It must be Rob. I don't have anything interesting to say. I don't speak in public. It's just not my scene. And I went home. And on the way home, God and I had a conversation. Well, put it this way, I had a conversation. I spent a lot of time saying, you know, God, this isn't me. You know, it must be the next time. You know, it can't be this time. Well, if any of you have argued with God, it never works. He always prevails. So I phoned Donovan back and said, tell Drake quick that I'll say yes before I change my mind. And so he did. And so here I am telling you a little bit about my life, which hopefully doesn't frighten you all away. <laughs> so um, I'm going to talk to you about how God is the rock in my life and has given me strength to go through quite some interesting times. I've held on to God when my life was falling apart and I couldn't see the way to put one foot in front of the other, when life was dark and I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel and when I thought the only way forward was suicide, of when my marriage was falling apart and I didn't know how to love my husband or if I even wanted to. And our awesome God has restored me and he has given me joy and both my life and my marriage are wonderful. 
I can laugh and enjoy life, getting out and about and meeting new people, and have a and be a part of a wonderful ladies connect group. And wow. <laughs> and I have a husband who loves me and who I love back. And I have a family that's connected not only to each other, but also to God. And that's such a blessing. Ever since I was a small child, I knew that there was God. And he was part of my life. And I was, I just loved God. I had a Christian family, loving parents. But unfortunately, as a teenager, I decided to, um, that I knew best. And I left God's loving arms and did some silly things and made some silly decisions. And... If any of you don't understand, as a Christian, you kind of think, well, I can just do what I like and then God will just forgive me and he'll keep me safe. But God spoke to me very clearly in that time of my life and said, I can't be expected to protect you if you don't protect yourself. So fortunately for us, God is in restoration business and he promised to restore us and he promised to restore my life and he has. He's given me a better life than I could ever have imagined and going back to how God is the rock, here are some of the scriptures that he's given me. And unfortunately, I don't have anything on any notes, so you don't get to read them with me. <laughs> In Psalm 34, verse 4 to 7, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me, freeing me from all my fears. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. I cried out to the Lord in my suffering and he heard me. He set me free from all my fears. For the angel of the Lord guards all who fear him, and he rescues them. God is in the rescuing business. He's rescued me from myself. He's rescued me from being afraid. And he's rescued me from looking at life and not knowing how to go forward. He's helped me to remember my promise to him that when I looked at Rob and I couldn't work out how to love him, God said, you promised me the day you married him that you would always love him. And the process of giving my life to God and allowing him to love Rob for me until I was able to love Rob myself. And that's all he asks us, is that we let him do the loving for us when it's too hard to love, do it ourselves. I have learned that God has allowed me to experience some terrible times in life so that I can learn that it is he who is who's the answer and he always will be. In Proverbs 29 verse 25, fearing people is a dangerous trap. But to trust the Lord means safety. In Isaiah 8, verse 13 and 14, Do not fear anything except the Lord Almighty. He alone is the Holy One. If you fear Him, you need fear nothing else. He will keep you safe. I spent a lot of my life being afraid. I was afraid to say yes to things I've, never learned, uh, I've now learned to say yes to, like talking in public. I've been afraid to say no to people who wanted me to do things that were wrong and that I didn't want to do. And I've been afraid of what people would think, how they'd perceive me, and how I look to others. But now I know that all I need to do is trust God, and he gives me the strength to not be afraid of everybody else and to have courage and lean on him when I am scared. And my last scripture is 2 Samuel 22, verses 1 to 4. The Lord is my rock my fortress and my saviour. My God is my rock on whom I find protection. He is my shield, the strength of my salvation and my stronghold. My high tower, my saviour, the one who saves me from violence. I will call on the Lord who is worthy of praise. 
for he saves me from my enemies. God is my rock and my salvation. I've chosen to put my trust in him as I navigate life. This is one thing I can tell you. God is the cornerstone of my life, and God gives me joy. He shows me in multiple ways how much he loves me and that I am his precious daughter. I listened to a talk once, and it said, watch for God to wink at you. When you think about that, you think, it sounds a little odd, but what's a wink? A wink is like a special, special message to say, I love you, or I'm thinking of you. It's a small, sometimes barely noticed, and seemingly insignificant gesture that if you do not have your eyes fixed on God, you'll miss it. A couple of examples of God's winks to me are when I drive around the corner and there in front of me is the most breathtaking scenery that God has painted just for me. Or when I'm missing someone so much and they phone just for a chat. Or when I was looking for a job and our money was about to work, run out and I got an offer. Or one that happens often. It says I'm driving into a parking lot in town on a Saturday morning and as, as you drive in, there's a car reversing out just in time for me to get a parking space. And this is where I choose to look. This is when I can say, yes, God just winked at me. I'm his and he is mine. And he always has my best interests at heart. I need to recognize God's hand in my life. And by choosing to notice the little everyday things that God puts in place in my life, I can feel his love surround me. How many of you go through your day and never see the small things God sets up for you? Or you pass it off as good luck or great timing? I choose to see these things as winks from God. Because it says in the Bible that I am favored by God. He chose me and I choose him every day. And I'm choosing to let him love me. And I'm choosing to notice the ways in which he does. And I have two questions for you. Is God the rock and cornerstone of your life? And are you choosing to let God love you in your everyday life? And that's all I have. Awesome. I love that idea where God winks at you, where there's something that's going on. I've often thought that we won't really know what God has been doing in our lives until we get to the end and we see God and I, I don't know whether this has happened. I don't have any biblical uh, precedence for this. But, you know, wouldn't it be cool if you got there and he's like, all right, let's do a review. And, uh, hey, I was here. This is the reason you went through this. Uh, did you know that was me? Did you know that was me? I was here there. Um, and I can always imagine that. Um, and you know what happens when we have eyes open to see that? Um, it builds praise. It builds confidence. It builds faith. So, Father, we thank you for those two speakers this morning. We thank you for the words that they had. Lord, we pray that you bless them um, as they go today. And we thank you for uh, encouraging us, Jesus, through them. And uh, we, we, we just bless your name. In your mighty name, amen.